0: Gerhardt's back.
1: The more things change, the more they stay the same.
0: From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. And I'm Bob Williams. Welcome to the Jim Gerhardt Podcast. And to my side, it is our humble host, voice of reason, Jim <laughs> Gerhardt. Good morning, Jim. What a oh. week! If you're looking for
1: some pearl of wisdom from me today, forget it, because it's just—it's just so hard. So many things running, rattling around in the head. This is—this has been some week. I think—is is this the week that America jumped the shark? No, mm. well, no. Another thought. I, I thought if—if if you hear hoof beats, it ain't the Lone Ranger. There's four of them. The horsemen of—you know what—and are they
0: pissed? Yeah. So. I, yeah. And uh, you know, and I, I know we're going to ask the audience: Do you think we can put Humpty Dumpty back together again? Yeah, Humpty yeah. being the the uh, United States of America. Yeah, it's it's
1: definitely a Humpty Dumpty situation. Off the wall he went,
0: but it, it's very hard, and I'm sure
1: everybody's sort of feeling this now. It's hard to survey the swamp when you're up to your butt in alligators, uh, and so it's very difficult to know what's going on, and. Compounding this whole confusion that that's that's happening right now in the country is the fact that you don't know who to believe, uh, or can you believe? Because there seems to be nothing but propagandist on either side that we can avail ourselves to for information, and information as is obvious by uh, so much of it is carried by these big tech companies, and they are cutting it off. Any information that they personally, subjectively. Don't like, and that is that. Uh, people should be scared. A big question. Of course, the big question is: Where do we go? What happens now? Where do we go from here? Yeah. Uh, the business yesterday. It is very saddening and disillusioning to see this, a festival of hatred, sheer utter hate, and revenge, going on by people who are supposed to be our leaders. Uh, and I wondered, through all the din and the shouting and what went on, I think I heard the fat lady singing mm. back somewhere in the background. Oh boy. But yeah. you can argue that the fat lady in this case is not fat, she's quite thin. And uh, well, you know who, so. Just to jump here quickly into something that I found to be very, very interesting. You would think from media and what's going around that everybody in the country is unified in dislike or hatred or disillusionment with Donald Trump. That Donald J. Trump, the person of Donald J. Trump, has gotten the devil off the hook because the devil is no longer the source of all evil in the universe. It's Donald J. Trump now. That's the impression you'd get. However, I saw a survey last night. Much contrary to that, Bob, you may have seen the same thing that uh, in one survey that was taken it turned out that 90% of the people who supported the maga movement or donald trump and, and voted for it, still support him still supporting right Yeah, and very upset and angry and disillusioned now if you take 90% and you th- you throw out the 10% who say that okay i'm disillusioned i'm off the trump bandwagon if you take them out of it you still got like 67 and a half million people. Right. Absolutely. Then if you are on the other side and you strip out people who didn't vote or can't or are suckling babes and all, this is like two-thirds of the population of the country split evenly down the middle. That is uh, what that leads to. I don't know. Uh, I was also reminded of Newton's third law, and that is for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. And, and this applies also, it is thought, to human behavior as well as to uh, subatomic particles or, or physics. And so if this overwhelming tsunami going on right now of hatred and disdain, not only for, for the individual, but it, it turns out, according to this campaign, anybody of European ancestry, hmm. uh, if, how long can this continue? before the other half of the population responds to it
0: hmm.
1: and i uh, again this is this is not good no. the, the, this total division of the country that has occurred largely through the uh, democratic leadership not democrats god bless them but the democratic leadership who has spent what four years uh in trying to create this 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 division that we have and the, the essence of a democratic and the progressive political thrust is race. They have weaponized race to the extent that you wonder if this can ever be um, settled. Right. Or, or if you can ever back off from it because so much hatred, so much emotional, visceral response uh, has been created. So I don't know. It, it, the whole thing is scary going down the line. Uh, and... Also, we have we have enemies licking their chops. <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. Over, over this too. Yeah. So, absolutely. A lot of lot of foreign uh, enemies out there just saying, "Bring it on!" Your your confusion and your your divisiveness is going to yeah. be our benefit, and it's just horrible looking forward. I, I had
1: a I had a naughty thought that I'm I throw out just simply as a thought, not as a proposal, of course. I think maybe we should invite the Chinese to speed up their schedule and come and take us over. Because if I have to live under an oppressive regime, it might be better to do it under somebody who's had some experience with it and knows what they're doing. Right. This way it's going to be imposed by a bunch of self-serving amateurs. <laughs> so, right. it, it might be better to have it done that way.
0: I mean, everybody is united in the condemnation of the the criminals that, that attacked the uh, the, the um the capital last week that, yeah, that- but was also Cap- in condemnation of the people who were burning down Portland right these other cities what how come that was good right how come how come some of us are con are, are condemning you know all sorts of violence yet there's select condemnation by by other people that say oh some violence is good but some violence is very very bad
1: well that uh, and of course what what is very disturbing too is the retribution. That is beginning. I noticed that what is it? Lehigh University had revoked Trump's de- uh, de- degree that they gave him. Uh-huh. Uh We get the uh, now. He, of course, he's banned from this Facebook, this huge mass, multi-billion-dollar person. Twitter, Twitter that's
0: a big one, yeah.
1: He's banned from that. Now, how far are they going back? Are they going to ban now? Will they try to rescind his birth certificate? I'm sure if they could, they would. Or will they find out that Trump, when he was 10 years old, uh, became a member of the Orphan Annie secret fan club and had his yes. secret Dakota ring? They'll, they'll ask for secret Dakota ring, Orphan Annie Dakota ring back. Oh, they have, oh, Oh, another thing, Kurt uh, Schilling, the baseball pitcher, right. says, according to a report that I saw, he had his insurance canceled mm-hmm. because he had supported Trump. Mm-hmm. All these big corporations are jumping into this. It's not anymore dog pile on the rabbit. This is elephant's pile on the rabbit.
0: Oh, yeah. And look at the private, uh, look at the sanctions that these companies and these businesses are putting into Trump's private uh, businesses. Uh, The EPA, they've withdrawn the national championship from the uh, Bedminster Club for uh, next season. And New York City and uh, Mayor de Blasio, he's just basically... uh, You know, canceled all the contracts with the Trump Organization, which uh, ran concessions at many of the city parks and the Walman Rink, which Trump himself rebuilt back in the 80s. And they're just taking every sort of uh, penalty they can against the man. One is
1: reminded, go back to Cato, the great Roman orator during the heyday of the Roman Empire, when he said Carthago di Lando Est. Now in this country, they're doing Trump di Lando Est which is, Trump must be destroyed. And and part of the uh, the Roman uh, oratory there led to the actual sacking of Carthage, uh, this great city, right down to the ground and pouring salt on the ground so nothing would ever grow there again. Right. And this is what they're trying to do. It's, it's kind of like tearing down the statues extended. Yes. And, and so people, very Orwellian, people become non-people, non-persons.
0: This is... Orwellian yeah, that, look like a nursery rhyme. This is just
1: exactly, un- exactly. It, made, it made the uh, the the Orwellian with 1984 the five minute hate. Yeah. It made it look like a love fest compared to what's going on right now. Yeah. So um, I, again, the great frustration is where the hell is this going?
0: I don't think anybody
1: knows, after Jim. the inauguration you're going to find the new president the people going making these ridiculously uh, Pollyanna speeches about unity and bringing everybody back together. Well, hell, you're the ones who tore us apart,
0: right? And, and
1: you it, haven't given
0: up, you're going to continue to do that. So to your point with all of the, uh, dissension and the hatred going on, the one person that has any sort of chance of stopping it, stemming the tide and uh, putting us on a road to recovery is president elect Biden. I mean, he has the power right now to whisper, or make some calls over to Congress and Senate and say, listen, let's just back off. Let's just let this guy leave, you know, censure him, you know, smack him on the hand. But you know, to take legal uh, action against the guy that's going to be basically useless once he leaves office is going to be so uh, uh, contrary to healing this country. Um, And you know, and like you said, the, the planned message for his inauguration is unity and bringing everybody together. How can you do that if you're trying to tear somebody down and, you know, and just, like, squash them completely and destroy the rest of their life?
1: Well, that's the doublespeak. That, again, is very Orwellian. War is peace. Truth is lie. You know, the whole business, the, the business of opposites there. Uh, I, uh, it's, it's hard to believe. You ask why he doesn't do that. I, I think maybe he probably knows that it wouldn't do any good. I think he, he is the progressive's beard. He is the person who is supposed to be moderate, kindly old gentleman. Uh, the image is put up there for the electorate, but that is not in concert with the general thrust of the, of the party. And so how long will it be? Will they let him just trot him out on ceremonial occasions and let him say things that are that make you scratch your head? Or will they somehow persuade him, as we've talked about before, sort of just step aside and let them get on with their business? Right. I would like to see them get on with their business. I've said, uh, I've yelled for years that this country needs a reset. And I was reading this morning uh, a piece called uh, The Progressive's Handbook. And according to this, it says, America is evil and must be killed. America enslaves minorities, subjugates women, starts wars, is corrupt and greedy and avaricious, and it rapes the earth, causes oceans to rise and the earths to fry, executes innocent people, kill. It goes on and on. But you know the problem is there's some truth in that. Right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we actually have done so. You sort of ache for people somehow getting together and sit down and say, "Look, with this, look at the true stuff in here." To some extent, anyway. What do we do about it? Right. I I had thought I, I I have to agree with many of the aims of this uh whatever this this group is, this this left, but not the method the methodology and the people. I have a great deal of trouble with the people doing it because they may be doing the right deed for the wrong reason. Uh they they have not in all the, the promises they've made to try to gain this this great uh following of all the the disenchanted people in the world, nowhere have they addressed the corruption in government. Again, the old swamp idea. They've not addressed that, the corruption, the greed, the things that have really split this country and set it up for what's going on right now. They made it very vulnerable because it was all out of hand. This was, uh, what, free enterprise, if you want, on steroids. It can't last. It's like the great Monopoly game. We have been consumed with violence and, 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 and uh, what, anger. So uh, something had to happen, something had to give. Maybe this is it, I don't know. So I, I would say, uh, counsel people now, see how it goes. Sit back, you don't have to buy into this fantasy of theirs or delusion that this is gonna solve the world's problems. See how it goes, because in two years, again, you do have the the election And you can completely change the government, the Congress, at that point, and get it back to maybe some realistic and reasonable point to start over. Where this ultimately heads, if you look at it like you were sitting on Mars looking down, it is a move of globalism, which is one reason if you're a globalist, you have to somehow discredit nationalism, uh, which they're doing. And uh, totalitarian rule, which pretty much you're getting into now. And I don't mean totalitarian in the sense of, uh, well, uh, the Mussolini's Hitlers and the Stalins and the like, but in the case of total government control. It may be a more gentler form of it. I don't know. Uh, I don't think we'll go to the extremes that these totalitarian governments did. But if you look at it just purely by definition, it will be total government control. Many people, many people will welcome that because it takes the responsibility off your back. I don't know if you've thought of it that way. Do you think it's it's many? People don't like but just so much of freedom, (laughs) because that means I have to make decisions. Soren Kierkegaard, the the existentialist, said that uh, anxiety is the dizziness of freedom. And the more I think about that, the more it is correct. The more freedom you have, the more confused you get befuddled and frustrated because often you're making a decision which way do i turn what do i think even and what do i do it's much easier to have somebody else make that decision for you
0: now you may you may have something there because uh, to my to my point i was going to you know just piggyback off what you're saying about people can't handle freedom yeah. uh, they can't handle independent thought Hence what the the media has been, uh, you know, their narrative this past week. I don't know if you noticed it, but I did see the unedited uh, comments of uh, President Trump at that rally prior to the the riot. And let me just say right up front, I don't think the president had any business being there. And he's he's probably saying to himself, I shouldn't have gone. And frankly, you're probably right. Um, But the media conveniently edited out his comments for rebroadcast later on, and they took out the, <laughs> one of the major crux of his comments were saying, I know, and I'm just paraphrasing now, I know a lot of you are going to uh, walk over to the Capitol now and demonstrate peacefully and patriotically your displeasure or, or to, to that effect. But they, you know, you, you see that replayed on the evening news or wherever, you know, throughout the week, you didn't see the words peacefully protesting patriotically.
1: Uh, well, I, watched, I I did I did not see the original uh, yeah. rally event, but I went online and I listened to his entire oration twice. The only thing I can say is he did not say anything that would have inspired me to do anything more than, say, go pee and get something to eat and go home. But, again, it, it is my understanding that it, he... He is the one who sort of would uh, pushed the rally, and it was all based on this uh, long, long part of it when he was talking about the election fraud.. Right. And I'll declare, there's hard to hear his presentation of that without believing some of it. it, it was It was incredible performance because remember one time in there, he he made some remarks. Then he said that he had this proof, and he said, if you want to hear it, the said, if you'd like to hear it, I'll do it. And, of course, people said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although probably half of them were doing a, a Charleston out there waiting to go to the bathroom. But anyway, they were patient enough. He got into the presentation, which was a brilliant presentation of something that it would appear that was a fantasy, that in his own mind, this we won by a landslide thing, he's very persuasive. And I think we mentioned this last week. Some people simply have this great power of persuasion. Often those people have some uh, cognitive uh, pathology, shall we say. I I, I think, and I'm not a psychologist, but I think what's going on here, what went on, I think this person is so seized in uh, this narcissistic, histrionic personality that typically of a narcissistic person and God knows there are thousands of them out there or there more uh, cannot believe that they can do anything wrong or, or can be defeated. I think he just he couldn't grasp the fact that he lost something. Okay. Also I think again with this particular individual probably the epitaph on his final the epitaph will be here lies Donald J. Trump he never knew when to stop, uh, and so I think in his I think he actually believed all of this. I don't know that he made it up for what political purposes. But then you persuade seventy-five million people, right? <laughs> that, that's quite, that's quite an accomplishment. Right. So I, I think the fault would, would be him keeping this fantasy, if that's what it is, I still don't know whether the election cheating to this extent or not. We have to assume there was not, because even people who have on his side than his supporters say, no, this didn't happen to that extent. that would have changed the election. But I think in his mind, this was this was very real. But I think his fault was pursuing that with these great powers of persuasion and persuading all of these people that his fantasy was reality. Right. Not that he stood up there and says, Let's pick uh, up clubs and go down and beat your way into a capital. He never said anything like that at all. And he but did determine- the spirit of it. The spirit of it right. was certainly in the air. Right. And, and, user- and also, also, see, again, uh, you, you don't know how many people actually turned out because I've never seen a picture on the media. I'm assuming he had a huge crowd there by the end of the fact that media never showed him. If it had been smaller, they would have been all over that, saying, look how many few people he attracted. But the, uh, we, so we, we have no idea how many people you know actually participated in that, but a relatively very small percentage of them seemed to have been pre-organized to do this because it was so spontaneous on the moment, almost by cue. Now, as investigations go on, if they're investigated honestly, we may get information on that and find out just who did what. Rumors, of course, that they were organized online before, and there was an inside job with help of Congress people and all.
0: I don't know. And the, and you know, and to your point, you know, he also he also used the the terminology. You're going to fight for your, for your rights or, or something of that effect. He used the word fight. Now, how many people really thought that he meant, you know, clubs and and guns and 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 a major breach and take over the government? I don't think many people that's thought that. At all.
1: Everybody running for office has to say, "I will fight for
0: well, the middle class," if, which if, of course
1: they never do. But
0: that, raise your part. hand if you've never used the phrase, "I'm going to fight for what I feel is right." I, am, am I going out with clubs and you know violence? I don't think so. Um, there's a lot lot of questions that I'd like to see answered uh, with how it happened a um, lot of problems you know a lot, lot of uh, uh, uncertainties here uh, Ashley here on the Facebook uh, feed uh, questioning you know who was involved in the actual uh, breach was it the regular Trump people because she says that it was a 30 minute walk from the ellipse over to the Capitol and that means that you know if you were watching and listening to the president's comments, there's no way in heck that you got over there in time to to bust in. So that that's a question there. And uh, Dan also brought in uh, Dan, Dan Alexander, our, our great director. Dan and I were talking about um, New Jersey Congresswoman Mikey Cheryl uh, it, with her claims that she saw members of Congress doing some tours of the Capitol the day before the uh, the attack. Dan, is that correct? <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't. think we'll ever know what's going on because so much stuff is going to be covered up. That uh, who was it? One of the. Uh, I, I think it was uh, Cruz, wasn't it? Who asked for a ten-day? Yeah, ten-day uh, investigation. Ten-day investigation, and of course he gets strung up on the cross over right. it.
0: Right. Along with uh, Senator Hawley from um, from Missouri, who not only got strung up you know by the Congress and, and you know his opinion, he also lost a major book deal from a uh, publisher who is owned by a major media outlet. So yeah so, so
1: again you talk about retribution. you you had told me uh, a couple of days ago and I don't know that uh, I, I'm not familiar with the group, a broadcast group which talk radio group, one of the large groups. Yes. Had ordered their on-air people doing talk radio right. like we do.
0: Right. Do they not had discuss. ordered
1: them and said that anybody, well, you you tell now what the yeah. order was. The order went down yeah. in a memo to all the air staff.
0: Right. Uh, anybody uh, paraphrasing this as well. Anyone, um, uh, you are you are currently you are urged to avoid talking about uh, the election being stolen or any sort of um, uh, contention of that. Otherwise, you'll be terminated.
1: Anybody talking about the election being rigged so, yeah rigged. Or you, will, or you will be terminated yeah uh, I it, it's hard to imagine how they're gonna contrive to shut up 70 million people but I'm sure there are ways to do it I mean are they coming around now they know who the supporters were what do they do they're not going to take you off to camps right now gulags I do who knows whether that'll come or not but so many ways they can get even. I mean, they come out and cut your electricity off if you were a Trump supporter. But, but everybody is dealing in mass delusions and fear. Uh, and you're buying into anything you believe is something you bought into. Uh, very little demonstrable truth in this. But I, I think when I've, I'm going to miss the entertainment value, I'm going to miss the entertainment value of finding out what went on with some of these scandals, like the uh, the Biden Russian uh, and uh, Ukrainian business. Yeah, uh, on both sides of, of the the the, uh, the ideological spectrum, you like to hear what happened these big juicy scandals, but you're not going to find any out anymore. It's going to be gone, except anything Trump was involved in. Now Trump will be blamed from everything from the Brinks job down to the fact that your uh, your internet went out
0: right and any uh, failures over the next four years will be blamed on Trump
1: on yeah, every, every everything is gonna be blamed on him but it's uh, uh, he's uh, sort of the lightning rod for, for this uh, where it goes I, I again I, I must say that personally I welcome some of the reforms some of the things they're talking about doing dealing with some of the great problems the country has uh, that the left has has pursued. I just don't like the methodology and the people involved because they are not the kind of people (laughs) I, I would care to be under whose boot I would want to be. So. Anything happen in New Jersey this week? Uh, Again, very little. Just
0: uh, very quickly, we've got about a minute left. Uh, The the vaccine rollout continues. The governor has now uh, allowed uh, anyone 65 or older to uh, receive the vaccine, um, as well as uh, anyone 16 to 64 with uh, moderate comorbidities, uh, c- c- compromising health conditions. So it's opening up, and they've opened up a couple of mass vaccination centers, one in Morris County and one, I believe, down in uh, Glassboro or, or, or at uh, Rowan. So things are coming along, and there's also a proposal for next week uh, for the legislator to approve 50% uh, dining to resume at restaurants capacity. So we'll see if that's uh, going to happen.
1: Um, Yeah, I have to say, all things considered, I think New Jersey's handled this better than certain other states that we know.
0: Right. Yeah. And finally, I know we're out of time, but next week we're going to have to plan a big salute to uh, Senator Loretta Weinberg. She's announced her retirement at the end of her term. So we got a week, Jim, to plan on what we're going to do to celebrate New Jerseyans turn out
1: in drones in their New Jerseyans take to the streets and highways in their colorful native costumes celebrating the retirement of senator. Yes.
0: I think a parade is definitely in order. (laughs) I think
1: so. Everybody, God bless you and and us, please. Uh, (laughs) Maybe maybe there's only one way out of this is some kind of supernatural divine
0: intervention. Do it now. Yeah. Please. (laughs) Have a great week. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, catch you next Thursday right here on Facebook Live. (laughs) Ha 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 ha.